Hi, Kath. Hi, Don. Hi, Sophie. Hey. <laughs> Hi, we're finally all together. Not together in person, though. We're still virtual. We're on Zoom. And we are recording it for our Patreon circle as a bonus. Might as well make the best of a situation. We are Absolutely. not together in person, Kathy, because tomorrow's the big day. And today is Monday the 30th. We're done and, and go. <laughs> and I'm still here. Oh, Sophie, you froze. We're, we are having zoom issues but... i can't hear anything <laughs> oh my God. well we can hear you oh you know what? let's keep going because i can hear you so i can hear you so so tomorrow so tomorrow I'm, I'm finally having surgery i'm finally getting my thyroid out we talked about it with jen last last week or the last episode and i'm feeling much better i've been doing the nettles tea the chamomile i was having hives they've calmed down she was so helpful so I'm feeling pretty, uh, I'm feeling pretty hopeful. I feel yeah. like this is the end of a chapter, man. I, it's like, you know, I have been doing a lot of ritual where I'm building my cellular um, past and trauma that's in my body and I'm trying to bring it to my throat. So when the surgeon cuts my throat, <laughs> I don't know if that's a real, <laughs> tears my throat, <laughs> this black, this black gunk will come out and then I will never have to face it or look at it or feel it again. So, and I've been doing a lot of lion's pose. That's yeah. a ah, one that makes yeah. everybody laugh. And my eyes go cross-eyed when I do it. Yeah. So okay. I hurt my eye, but I, I, it's been working. So I'm doing my, I'm doing my work. Yeah. That's. You're getting ready. That's tomorrow. awesome. Under the knife tomorrow. Under the knife, cut it black, alien come out. And that's ready. tomorrow? That's yeah. tomorrow morning. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I keep thinking it's the third. Wow, tomorrow morning. You look great. You look great. Oh, it's going to be so great tomorrow. The timing. Yeah, that timing is, is really nice because you look really grounded and just like in a great space. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm in my spirit room. I, I moved the bed. I moved Donovan's bed in the spirit room. So I'm healing with my people and I'm just, I'm quarantining in here, you know, so yeah. I'm really in my element. It's like quiet time. Yeah. It's reflecting, it's praying, it's cards, it's writing. I'm doing automatic writing. I'm like getting messages and sound healing for myself. You know, sometimes I didn't realize that I, 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 you shouldn't have an excuse to do quarantine time. You should take quarantine time. It's so hard for me to not connect with the circle or with my family, you know? Um, and so it's like, I'm being forced to really do this reflective work. And it's, uh, this has been in the need, I think for 20 years, 25 years, how old are you? 26 years. Yeah. So, so this, this is bringing up a lot of stuff that just needs to happen. You can't keep your trauma and it's, mm -hmm. it's a long process and it comes out spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, physically, it comes out physically. So this is the last, this is the last of that chapter to physically get rid of the cellular trauma and the pain of the last of, uh, actually many moons ago, I don't have pain anymore. I don't live in that anymore, but it, it's still there. So we want to get rid of it. So I'm feeling Absolutely. good. 
I'm ready. Well, um, this is this is actually part two of our final recording before your um, operation. We um, recapped Thanksgiving earlier and how that went and all the other prep work that you did for surgery. And I thought we would take advantage of Sophie being here and we would talk about Sophie's new project. Sophie's got a new project. I'm so proud of you, Sophie. Oh, so thanks guys. I feel like this is my big podcast debut. I'm so happy. Well, what so, are you doing? Well, I guess one of the one of the craziest things that I did during this project time is that I finally gave myself a stage name. <laughs> and I always thought stage I'd have, name. yeah, I have a stage name. Oh. Yeah. So when I was building my website, I was looking at um, what I was going to say, like, hi, and introduce myself. And I literally changed my name to Sophie Self-Care. I changed my name to a handle, you know? And now... And now I feel like such a millennial because my <laughs> name is actually a handle. It's at Sophie Self Care. What's so a handle? I'm, What's a handle? A handle is your Instagram name. It's your at name. Oh, okay. I'll have to come up with one. All right. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. What would be what would be your, your handle? Uh Kathy handle meditation. <laughs> Right, Kathy Handel. Um, you don't put handle in the title. You don't put handle. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought it was a joke. You're like you're the equivalent no, of Googie, Googie. <laughs> Hello, Googie, Googie. That's you. Sound like that crazy old lady. That's so funny. At handle. So wait, Kathy handle. handle meditation is my handle. It's handle, right? You have to call the handle, right? Yes. So, so Kathy I handle so, meditation. So what's your yes, name? And so when handle. Sophie, so when Nico introduces himself to, he says Nico name, name Nico, right? That's the same uh, thing. So Kathy, Nico your name is. Man. <laughs> your name is Kathy name. <laughs> Kathy name. Name Kathy. Um, yeah, so my, so I guess my handle should be Sophie Handles Self-Care. Right. <laughs> so I am Handles Self-Care. That is my handle. I handle the self-care. Donna um, Handle Paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> Donna Handle Bosses Around. Um, Donna Handles Us. <laughs> yes. Uh. The sisters are handling. <laughs> Um, and those, okay, okay. for those of you who are watching, and for those of you who are watching the, um, <laughs> the, the video, I ran out of cups. They're dirty, and I'm using this um, Nico's cup for coffee right now. It looks That's like nice. wine, but it's really coffee. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, okay, so, so I, I made my website, and I didn't know whether or not to call myself Sophie or call myself Sophie self-care, which is my Instagram handle now that we know what handles are. Um, and I decided to actually go for at Sophie self-care. So when I talk about what my project is, it, it's almost a project of becoming this Sophie self-care online and um, what she is and what I am trying to build is she's a, well, I am 
a um, lifestyle entrepreneur that helps create content for ready to achieve people. So pretty much I talk about things like um, getting off of autopilot and uh, recognizing your behaviors and turning them into um, more successful behaviors and patterns. And I talk about high value a lot because, um, guys, I'm so nervous. I, can't, I feel like I'm... <laughs> You're so so staring at me. And I'm like, what's my fucking mom and my aunt? Like, you don't know about this. We're just well, listening. We're, We're listening, listening to. Yes. Are you okay? Um. <laughs> well, so can I can yes. I interject um, an idea which might help? Um, it might help your conversation when you refer to yourself as Sophie Self Care. You know, Kristen, our photo muse, our photographer, I'm helping her write her website copy and she's uh, reworking her website. And one of the things that she really delved into this summer and she lent me a book, which now I can't, I don't know off the top of my head, uh, but I will think of it. But it was basically about embracing your alter ego because she does right. fantasy photography and this guy wrote this book and he's a coach for very high level uh, kajillionaires and performers and athletes um, at the highest level, like top NBA yeah. player, top whatever. And he encourages people to create an alter ego. So Absolutely. for example, you know, the most obvious one I think that everybody kind of knows is Beyonce has a stage persona her alter mm -hmm. ego, she calls Sasha Fierce. Sasha right? Fierce. Mm -hmm. So she projects um, that she, um, Sasha Fierce is her alter ego on stage. And so you kind of step outside of yourself and you um, allow this alter ego to do all the things that your own ego prevents you from doing. And Absolutely. I think it's a really great process too. And, and so where Sophie is embracing that alter ego by creating this other name or this other identity, uh, Kristen actually takes it further and transforms that in photography for your own use. Absolutely. And I'm obsessed with this topic and I actually just wrote about it. I wrote practice in your mind, being the girl of your dreams, practice it over and over again, act like her, dress like her, smell like her, eat like her, sleep like her, wake up like her, be her. And that's kind of what I'm trying to embrace. I'm trying to embrace this Sophie self-care. And then at the same time, I want to talk about it and talk about how that person that you want to be if you embody that and practice that, it can help with your mental health. And so it's, it's really, I love that topic so much. Um, the book that I'm referring to is called The Alter Ego Effect, The Power of Secret Identities Ooh. to Transform Your Life by Todd Herman. It was a I good, it was that. an easy read. Um, personally, I wish that he had a better editor because it could have been a hundred pages less, but that's my own personal opinion. Um, still very much worth the read and um, yeah I highly recommend it because it really um, you know it helped me on my own journey about like whenever I have self-doubt like who do I think I am right and you kind of you know and the you know 
along those lines of stepping outside yourself, it was interesting on Facebook this week, a friend, uh, a casual friend mentioned um, a kind of um, a paralyzing dream that she has a lot. And it seems to manifest itself after she has some sort of confrontation or altercation. And she has a lot of like reflective doubt, you know, when you're like, I wish I said that I wish I handled that differently. And then you're kind of haunted by your past. Yeah. And I reached out to her privately and I said, um, one of the tricks that I use that, um, this really great old wise, witch uh, helped me with a million years ago, especially when you're going through a trauma. Um, when that happens to you, you should imagine yourself stepping outside of your body and watching that, whatever is occurring in your mind, like you're watching a movie, mm-hmm. right? So where, you know, you have the positive effects of creating this alter ego and you're looking at yourself as somebody else, you, in this uh, place of trauma, you can actually like step outside your body, watch it as a movie and tell yourself, well, that it, it's happening, but it's not happening to you anymore. It already happened to you. You don't have to relive it. Like stop Absolutely. reliving things. So yeah. I feel like- And 50% are- of your past isn't true. You are in charge of writing your narrative. If you step outside of yourself and watch it, you can be the, narrate, the narrator who says- wow, look, that person is going through a trauma so that they can be a better version of themselves. Or you could say to yourself, look, there's a depressed person who is hopeless and isn't getting anywhere, but you can still visually see the same, the same image. So going outside of yourself is, is, is a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we talk about third person, you know, it's like, that's what we do is you look at yourself in third person is a real, is also a meditation technique where you visualize yourself, where especially when you have younger trauma, um, you go back to the age that it happened and you step outside yourself in third person. Again, like you said, look at it, revise it, bring that elephant medicine where you champion the story. And that's really helpful. And I think the alter ego, like I, I was thinking- just- Wait, what do you mean champion the story? Uh, so a lot of times, you know, there's survivor and there's victim. And sometimes we live in victim mode. We've all been there. There's, there's no dagger of judgment here. It's like, we've all lived where we, we become a victim of, uh, of trauma and abuse or something that, or tragic that's happened. Sometimes it could be an accident of some kind. You become that when you do meditation and you're trying, or when you're trying to heal through the trauma, you want to transmute the story into a champion story like i survived something i survived an accident i survived the abuse i survived i got out i was able to look at where i am now and so the the this whole like alter ego is is such a healthy it's a it is a very healthy practice like i have my alter ego on it which is think is interesting i put vincenzo and you were you were laughing at me i guess i needed vincenzo vincenzo to me is the masculine side of on your zoom id on my zoom on my zoom i wrote vincenzo which is the which is on my plates on my car is because vincenzo was given to me as like if i was an overlord that would be my name i'm not an overlord type person but sometimes when i have to overcome something I need to feel dark and powerful and 
and and big and large instead of like you know I'm I'm bright and big and large but sometimes I need to be a little darker and I have like this different kind of fire behind me and Absolutely. I need that alter ego to get through with what I'm going through tomorrow because Kathy Kathy is a little nervous being alone in a hospital with nobody advocating for me I'm advocating mm -hmm. for myself and I'm going to be under anesthesia so I'm like well I've Vincenzo, I can step out of myself and be huge and just walk around the hospital and I'll know exactly what's going on. I could watch myself in third person, what's happening. And so I, in my mind, I do that. So I think it's really healthy and we all kind of do it. Look at Nico. Nico has a, Nico an alter Spider ego. Spider-Man. And Donna had a great story about him on the playground and or when he was watching a show, right, Don? And then something was scaring him. He wasn't watching him. a show. He was, um, he was in the middle of one of those like uh, play, look like pirate ship, you know, he's just like on the platform and a gaggle of kids. And by gaggle, I just mean three high energy older kids were creating a ruckus around him. And there was only one of them was like, hey, hey, watch out for the little guy. But there was mm -hmm. one kind of mean guy who was just like yelling at one of the other kids, we don't want to play with you kind of bullshit. And it was just really tense and icky. And then um, <laughs> Nico stepped away from them and then started doing his squat uh, web throw <laughs> position like he was being Oh my man. God. He's, he does that sound. He, he makes he's that. really good at the sound too. Yeah, he makes the... He makes the web sound. He's very cute. And Chris and very I are cute. like, look, he's being Spider-Man. He's uh, Spider-Man is taking <laughs> care of. That's his alter Absolutely. ego. Yeah. And I think that like, so, so would my handle name be Vincenzo handle name? Handle? Yeah. Vincenzo no, handle? it wouldn't, it wouldn't be that at all. No. <laughs> I'll get it. I'll get it. By the end, I'll get all this handling. So, 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 <laughs> just, so you'll handle it. Um, handle it. Yeah, self-care. Go ahead. You know, what, what you were talking about, Mom, reminds me of something my dad was explaining. Wait, so you're breaking up. And he's so telling me about gurus. Wait, wait, so go back because you were hey. breaking up. So say that sentence again. So uh, it reminded me of what my friend Matt, he was telling me about um, Buddhism and he was telling me about what a guru is. And he explained that a guru is a person or a spirit or a soul that takes a very specific type of flavor. And then that person or soul or spirit who has that specific type of flavor will present that to all of us as a whole and we are able to tap into that flavor for us to feel it so my example would be like mother mary so mother mary is the holy mother and she is the guru of that mother nature that mother energy so when i want to feel connected to the feminine divine i will tap into her as a guru within myself to reflect that. And, and that's a process of knowing that we are all whole because we're all the same being with different flavors. So I take that, I turn it upside down and I say, okay, well, 
I want to be the flavor of someone who has an abundance amount of money and abundance amount of happiness and feeling of whole. And that's the guru that I want to be. I want to be a guru who knows how to live a happy life. And so I have been trying to embrace that. And I have been so much happier. <laughs> I've been embracing that, that guru of Sophie. And it's, it's all about self-care. And something I wanted to talk to you guys about that I wrote down is um, something I was writing about how um, selfish is the new self-care. And how having this alter ego and then having your energy be focused on being this alter ego version of yourself is actually a form of self-care. You know, it, it's, a, it's a form of um, taking like, care of your mental... I don't like the word selfishness because being selfish means you're taking nothing else into consideration. But I understand um, your concept. I think it's, I think it's being self-focused. Well, it, I, I'm, it's not just me who, who thinks of it in a spiritual and mindset term. I actually got the selfish is the new self-love from Shaman Durek. And he, he talks about that. And he talks about, um, because when you're self, uh, when you are, when you are focusing on prioritizing your happiness it doesn't mean that you're not also prioritizing the ripple effect of being help healthy and being helpful or, and being, um, self, self fulfilling, you know? And so that's why I like to call it being healthy, selfish, you know, putting, putting your needs first so that you can also have the needs of others. It's, it's go it's a term that's going around this selfish movement, you know? Well, I don't like it. <laughs> Well, I think that that's okay. I, wait, I think it's, oh, wait, wait, it's semantics. So, wait. It's, it's semantics. So, so if you're in that kind of mind frame, you'll understand that that rejection that you just said to my observation is um, it, it's not about me and has nothing to do no. with me. It has to do with your feelings. So, yeah. so that's kind of a translation of of being selfish. Is like. Oh, well, Donna is talking about what she's thinking and what she wants. So if she's doing her selfish perspective, I couldn't be upset of that rejection, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that also translates into loving detached. Yeah, absolutely. Where I, I think that self, being so, like, sometimes you have to be self, selfless. There's a, there's a, there's a, uh, a moment of, to be selfless, and there are times to be self-focused, Selfish is a term that we brought up that that means that you, everything is for you, mine, mine, mine. I think that they're right. trying to maybe trying to change vocabulary so that people don't feel guilty for thinking about themselves. Absolutely. Because right now what's happening in society and our community, why we have high anxiety is because we're always focusing on what other people thinking and doing. Absolutely. And that is a dangerous practice. And that's what brings on the depression and the anxiety. And Absolutely. we're seeing it more and more. So I think that what I'm hearing from this, this guy, this guru guy, who wants to help people have a different ideology of how they think and feel about themselves without feeling guilty. So Absolutely. if we mainstream the vocabulary, 
we can let go because one thing that people say a lot when I'm counseling people is, but I don't want to be selfish. I don't want to be selfish. Exactly. So now I understand your translation, but I agree and with Donna. I know that Donna, Donna be well, trained, and I know, you know that, and I know that Donna is very word, like she knows her words and yeah. she is focusing on the word. And I'm, I'm not saying ecocentric. I'm not saying, you know, this, and, and if you look, and I looked up the, the definition and it does say lacking consideration of others, concern chief, chiefly with others' own personal. So it says concern with one's own personal profit or pleasure and lacking consideration of others. Those to me, when I read them, I read them kind of positively. We need more of that because of what mom is saying, because we live in this paranoia of other people's opinions on us. And so if, if we lack, if we specifically lack consideration for others when it comes to our own authentic self and, and be and expressing ourselves, which is what I'm getting at, um, then you're able to uh, not be so down on your own self and being yourself. Does that make sense? I understand. I understand what you're saying. I think it's half of an issue. I think it's half of, of uh, a full-sided conversation because um, to me right now, selfishness is not wearing a mask outside, right? We wear a mask with the idea of helping ourselves and also consideration for others. And I have a neighbor who refuses to wear a mask and she wants to come chat with me when I'm outside and I just run inside. I just don't even, I don't confront it. That's hers, etc. And I, in my inner dialogue is I'm like, that's a selfish bitch in my inner dialogue. So we are talking about semantics. I do agree very strongly with you and this concept is that I feel, especially as women, especially women who are older than you, Soph, um, are programmed to mm -hmm. always put other people first. Right. Don't hurt people's feelings. Always be nice. You know, let people interrupt you. Um, I love the experiment that the, the, the woman had who she walked down the street and how especially men wouldn't get out of her like they like plowed through her she was constantly moving around right people and i yeah that and be the plower you know yeah. it's like i Fucking feel like plow. i feel like i'm such a de the devil's advocate sometimes right. with my personality yeah you know i'm you know you it, it's like yeah yeah be, be the plower exactly Fucking you know if you're we're, we live in a plow and plow world but that doesn't mean that you know doesn't mean you have to be a dick. Doing that. It doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you have, have to, to be a body dick. check people. But You're just putting conscious. yourself first. Yes. Well, and I think with self-care, sorry, Donna, yeah. with self, when we talk about self-care, I, that term didn't come to my vocabulary until 2005. Mm. When a psychologist, psychologist looked at me and when I dropped Donovan off at the hospital, um, you know, and, um, was like, okay, time for self-care. What is that? What is self-care? What are you talking about? I've got a uh, six-year-old, I got, I got people. I got people I got to take care of. I got to work, I got things to do. I've got to preserve my own life. Like what's going on? What is self-care? 
self-care was putting the mask on, you know, in the airport, in the airplane, you know, put your mask on first so then you can put the mask on your child. Absolutely. I was so lost with that concept that like right. Donna was saying how we were brought up that selfish. I can't put myself first because, and then in turn, what happens is that you know, your health deteriorates because you're not paying attention to your health. You have to do things out of convenience. You know, you have to, you know, there's just so many things that you do that override what you need to make yourself better. And Absolutely. I think that the balance in your terminology is that you have to remember that there's a, there's a generation gap here. There's a generation between you right. and us. <laughs> and so I'm sure that if you were to talk about this with other millennial and younger, they'd be like, yeah, I get it, I totally, totally get it. Right. I don't know Absolutely. if they talk like that, but they would, I totally get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel like a, I'm with a millennial right don't now. Don't be an asshole, yeah. like, what are you talking about? Sophie, I can't remember, I thought that we determined that you were Gen Z. Are you Gen I'm Z? I'm a zillennial. I'm a zillennial. I'm a zillennial. I am the, I am the last millennial. Because, because a lot of millennials, millennials are 35 now. Yeah. They're getting, they're getting older, you know? That means um, older. But uh, talking about self-care, you know, for me, my biggest self-care has to do with mental health and giving myself mental health days and being not okay. And I realized that I started to become obsessed with being okay when I wasn't okay. And I, when, I, when I was having a down day, when I was PMSing, when I was just feeling really depressed, I kept saying to myself, get up. You should be happy. You should be doing really well. You should be doing this. And, and I, I was obsessed with that. And so self-care turned into being miserable. If you feel like have really bad self-care to me is saying you're okay to feel really bad. And I'm allowed to have a really, really bad day. And then afterwards, I feel much more confident and, and I feel much more happy, you know? Well, you appreciate and the good days when you recognize the bad days. Absolutely. And I wish that and I had that tool in my 20s because in my yeah. 20s, um, I just made myself busy to yeah. not even have the opportunity to have a bad day and recognize it. I, right. you know, I, I overscheduled myself. If you think I overscheduled yes. myself now, Oh my God, I look, terrible. Back, I look back yeah. in my 20s and I actually had friends back then who were like, I don't even know how you're doing it. And yeah. I mean, the, the good thing was that um, I, I didn't overindulge in drinking and drugs. I didn't overindulge. I actually didn't overindulge in anything, yeah. um, including food at that time. I was, I was pretty healthy physically. And I just, I had the energy of a 20 something year old, but I worked three jobs. I went to school. I um, tried to, you know, keep up with Kathy and her little needs as a, you know, 16, 17 year old. Um, I just over, I just was so busy that I, I feel like I lost my, my twenties were lost. Like yeah. complete, there was no real self growth. I mean, yeah. The only thing I've grown from my 20s is uh, hindsight, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, our mom was, we, we've talked about in the past, you know, she never gave us the luxury. She didn't even let us um, sit. In. We couldn't sit. We weren't, we mm -hmm. couldn't sit. We weren't allowed. 
yeah, yeah, we, and it wasn't, she wasn't like a mean abuser. She was just manipulative right. and she just um, gave us so much to do. Now, yeah. or say, or say, you lazy good for nothing. You got nothing else to do but to sit around, get up and go clean your room. Yeah, yeah. or something. Do something. Or she yeah. would say, yeah, it, you're conditioned. That's the point we're making is that right. you're doing this work you're doing, Sophia, is, is catering towards the younger folk. <laughs> yeah. Who's your client? Yeah. Who's your client? Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah who's your my, clientele? Yeah. My ideal, um, well, not my it's ideal, not but tags. my audience. <laughs> yeah. My, well, my audience is around yeah. 19 to 30. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's really, um, you know, it, it is, it is a movement of, um, you know, I, I call it a high value life. You know, I, I help people unlock their value and I create content to help shift their mindset. And so that high value life to me is not working a nine to five for someone else, figuring out what your purpose is, figuring out what message you want to bring out there, because that's the way our economy is going. That's where what people are spending money on is mm -hmm. other people's inputs, that guru we were talking about. Like, what, is, what are you really good at? people are going to buy it. And um, so I forgot to mention that you didn't come up with this, you know, you didn't wake up with this, like, Hey, this is what I'm doing now. I yeah. want to say like you and I were on the same uh, kind of trajectory during the beginning yeah. of the lockdown. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I, you like me, we took courses online. Absolutely. I was, I was severely depressed and I was hysterically crying and um, I called my best friend and I was like, I don't know what's going on. I can't feel my body. I want to just die. And if I was, you know, if I had the courage enough to figure out how to kill myself, it would be right now, you know? And she immediately said to me, whenever you're like this, it means that you're off of your purpose. And she wasn't saying that to just me. She was saying it in, in general. Whenever you are that deep down depressed, it is because you have completely gotten off of your purpose. And, and so um, after she said that, I said to myself, my purpose is to help people feel good in their skin, to make people honor their life, to help people never feel this way ever again. And I immediately became a life coach. I was certified in it. I passed the certification and I've got some like number or uh, letters after my name, which is exciting. And, and so I thought to myself, well, what's the best way that I can do that? And what's the most helpful way that I can help other people feel really good in their skin. And, you know, it's creating content. It's creating free content for people to be able to read, to listen to, to watch. On, on their free time, instead of scrolling through Facebook, scrolling through Instagram and judging themselves, they can read something that I wrote and I, I thought about to help honor their life and live a high value life. Um, and so I, I, through this journey, things that have come up are the things that we're talking about. It's self-care. It's, you know, treating yourself as a guru, treating yourself as, a, and a lot of it has to do with professionalism, you know, we live in a world where we need to have money to live, you know? And so if you could support yourself and be abundant in it by focusing on what you're good at and honoring yourself, 
you'll make a ton of freaking money because so many people are doing it. I'm watching these people online and I'm like, they make so much money because they found their niche. They found what they're good at and they can sell it. So that's, that's what I want to teach. And that's what I want to honor. But and, well, um, what I want to ask something that doesn't yes, yes. want to live online. What about, what if they're, what if what their niche is, is actually something tactile? Like mine. Oh, but everything. So you know how they say that there's um, three, there's two truths. Um, there's three truths to every story or whatever. There's three sides to every truth. That's what story, it is. Three sides to every story. Three sides to every story. Well, there's pretty much three sides to every product, right? Everything that you sell, there's going to be a tactile version. There's going to be an online version and there's going to be a service. And so you have to figure out how to do all three of those if you want to succeed in 2020, I personally think. So if your thing is tactile, you still have to find something online to sell because if we could have another lockdown. We could have another coronavirus where we're not in, in storefronts and, and things of that nature. I think I'm answering your question, right? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, that's what Donna was asking. I think so. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, considering that your clientele is not, not, is really not ideal for, it's not our demographic. So it's hard for me to relate to that, but sure. I hear, I hear what you're saying. And I think, um, I think if you're, I think that if you're a writer, Mm -hmm. and and that's what you're passionate well you know what let me go even further than that I think that if you're Donna <laughs> and you have a lot of of great things to bring out to the public that you're passionate about you would find that having a um having a professional lifestyle of being a writer of people hearing what you're saying can pay for your life so you would be my so you would be my ideal clientele because you would take my advice of living your most authentic authentic life while finding your purpose and passion, turning it into a profession and living off of it. I see. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's pretty great. I think it's pretty great. Cool. You know, Thanks. I'm really proud. I'm really proud of you. And what I was going to say, I'm going. I'm going to go towards a little bit because I am your mother. I'm going to go towards yeah. the mother. No, go ahead. Yeah, what you were going to say is that you're per you're born with your purpose. You, yeah. you went your whole life, you know, you don't have to dive into it, but you struggled your whole life being comfortable in your skin, you Absolutely. know, finding yourself that led you to this point. Absolutely. Like we experience these things, we have to go through our struggle because peer support, peer understanding is a root of success. So on top of your understanding how the business model goes or however, whatever it is that you, you know, you're, you're working on it, it's all comes down to when you're with your client, when you're with somebody, you can somehow identify that's the service. That's the service that makes you successful. That's when Absolutely. you know you're on your purpose. So Absolutely. if anybody's talking about being comfortable in your in their skin and overcoming that, I'm going to Sophia Verderamo. If I'm if I need to find a branding to find out who I am in a public form, I'm going to go to Sophia Verderamo. Right. There are things that you offer because you've been through the challenge of trying to find it. It's not like Absolutely. you just wake up and you go, I'm, I'm going to be a carpenter. That's me right. waking up saying, I think I'm going to be a carpenter today. You don't right. want me building your house. I can't add. I can't add. I right. can't, you know, I can't really lift the lump. Like it just makes no sense. But mm. in my head, I have the house in my, I have the house in my head. I have the design in my head. I have grandiose ideas. 
that's the issue is that a lot of people have these grandiose ideas finding some way because they want to be they want to have all this money they want to be successful they want to do this but they're not looking at their own path that has been given their to purpose. them to be successful that's something you can help somebody with absolutely because you yeah i think so hard to work and i think that, that the way the, and i think that the way that the market is going people buy things from things they trust and what they trust is people because of Instagram, because of TikTok, because of YouTube gurus, because of, of big names, <laughs> because of, because of big names saying like, like, like the Kardashians that they're saying like, well, I'm Kim Kardashian and I believe in this product. People buy it because they trust Kim Kardashian. If we take that and apply that to ourselves and say, and I'll give you a life example because I, I try to apply these to you know, mindset and being happy. So if I say I have a friend and I have a confrontation with that friend, if I have a very good base of my personal brand, I can say, well, I want to talk about it and we can trust each other because I'm Sophie self-care because I'm Sophie Ritteramo and what I'm saying is trustworthy. So you're building connections with other people through being authentic and working right. on it. Right. You know, so it doesn't even have to be about selling a product. It can literally be about forming relationships and, and yeah. having a relationship with yourself. Like, well, I trust myself and I know all of these things about myself and I'm working on it consciously. So I can trust myself to be accountable, to buy a new car and pay those bills and, and start my own business or, or even go after that boyfriend or that guy that I really want to be with. Like, I can do that because I'm already building that mindset. I'm building that trust within myself because I work on it you know and that's my big thing you gotta you gotta fucking work on it <laughs> there are there are people that work on it and that they don't work on it so if you are not working on yourself every single day and saying how can I be a better version of myself today then you're just not doing that and then and then you have a lifetime of not doing that and then what's to show mm-hmm all right that was, that was good that was good so that Jesus yeah you were like yeah. no, um, then, first of all i feel like sorry she, i started looking at you guys like zillennials and i was able to talk to you guys for some reason I, i'm like I okay they're like, trying to tap in they're trying to tap in i felt like she had like the headset and we were on stage and she was wearing white going like this like flailing yeah. her hands like you can do this with signs behind her back i want a pamphlet i want a pamphlet i'm a pamphlet type of bitch um <laughs> is that your slogan Sophie mm -hmm. self-care pamphlet so, kind of bit. um yeah. you have an instagram it's selfie self-care sophie self-care that's my handle <laughs> sophie my handle yes mom the handle um yeah and i and i have a podcast and it's called unlocking your value with sophie self-care um and i have a blog called unlocking your value with sophie self-care <laughs> And, um, and, you know, for life coaches and coaches like myself, the like prime time is January, because that's when we are all really analyzing ourselves for the new year. So I have a, a fun secret project coming out this January. Um, and that's really exciting. And, and that goes for every single form of where you're at in your self-discovery. So it's, I, I'm gonna have different types of levels so that you're able to really identify with where, you're, where you are in your self-care and then where you wanna be. So that's really exciting. 
I don't, I don't really know what to say. I really feel like a schlump. I just feel like so schlumpy. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, <laughs> I just feel schlumpy. No, it's right. So um, no, I'm so proud of you. I'm first of all, let me just tell you something. As your mother, as I say this all the time, <laughs> as your mom, to watch you go through this, like, you know, metamorphosis of like trying to find your way, which is struggling uh, with all of us, all of us had to go through it and you're still young yeah. and you're just like finding, like I said, your, your niche on something. The, the one advice I want to give you is just continue and like, like be yeah. consistent with your stuff. You know, exactly. so you had, if I listened to your podcast, it's only two minutes. It's like three yep. minutes. Yep. It was great. Yeah. I did not, t you said your voice sounded great. Your Thank voice you. sounded great. And it was really great. It's so smart. <laughs> Thank you. It's yeah. only three minutes. You're listening to us for like an hour. I'm like, we should just do something in three minutes. <laughs> hey, John. Hi, Kat. How are you? I'm good. Okay. Is That's it. Oh, clap. Bye. You know, it's like what you're doing is making sense. So mm -hmm. the, the, the advice that I can give you is to be consistent on what you're doing and don't, Thank you. don't switch it up. Just keep, Absolutely. how many podcasts do you have up right now? Absolutely. Um, well, the one that I'm, the one that's going to be posted and you can probably hear it after this is posted is um, about being less anxious and more productive by honoring your day. So you can look out for that one. And that's a really exciting one because I go over affirmations and aff affirming why you're honoring your day in the morning and, and it goes into embodiment and all of that. So um, yeah, check it I out. I love it's, your it's videos on Instagram. Your videos oh, are thank great. You. you need to do another one, like, like another kind of lengthy one, because they're great. You don't do another. Yeah, one. yeah. I definitely like, like Mom was saying. I'm definitely figuring out my flow of content, um, and I'm really enjoying working on these kind of typed out pieces because I type them on my phone and I enjoy working on them for a week and and you know gathering this lesson plan from just my regular life and writing it out and then speaking about it. And, um, and I, and like I said, with January and my, my uh, project coming out, you'll see a whole new type of content that I'm going to deliver. So that's exciting. Very well, keep it going. Keep it going. Thanks. So uh, we're going to wrap it up, but uh, before we go, uh, the sisters also have very exciting things happening in January and February. Say it done. And um, we are, we need to collect people's emails. So if you're listening to this and we don't have your email, please go to our website, thesistersareen.com and sign up uh, with your email and you will be getting uh, a couple of free gifts that you can download, make it worth your while, make it worth your time. Uh, if you're on Patreon, we already have your email and you still are going to get really good treats this holiday and um we have exciting stuff too happening but first kathy has to get better and uh we have to get through this holiday season but mm -hmm. um sign up for our emails all right yes and sign up for sophie's instagram sophie self-care um and listen to her podcast what's it called again it's called unlocking your value unlocking your value. Yes, with Sophie self-care. And that's with an F. It's Sophie with an F. So she can't find me. Right. Mm. 
I always want to say what I'm grateful for. We just left our. Okay. I just want to say I am. I am so grateful uh, for you know the air that we breathe right now, and that we're all okay in this circle. And I'm just grateful for the time that we had together today, Sophie, and that you were able to get on here. Yeah. And I'm just grateful for family, friends, and all the listeners, and all the the circle and the Patreon, everybody. I just have so much to be grateful. Sometimes when we get lost, sometimes the basic thing is to just go back and just take a minute, take a deep breath and just say out loud exactly what you're grateful for. It's a really good redirection. So I'm just really grateful for the moment. So I'm proud of you, Soph. Good job. Thanks, guys. And I'm I'm super grateful that I'm in a family where if you have an entrepreneurial spirit and you have content to show, that you guys are going to share it. And it's really important to surround yourself with people that are going to share your passions and share your, your purpose. And I'm really grateful that I have my aunt and my mom to do that. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Mm-hmm. Three years ago, we didn't even know how to, you know, email. It's because of you, man. You helped us out. Oh, I know. I know. This is, this is all me. They, they think that I'm, I'm, I'm not around, but I'm doing all of it, guys. All of it. I'm doing good subbing. I've been subbing. I'm doing pretty good. Yes, we're all doing really good. And I'm really excited to see six months from now where we all are going to be. Mm. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, guess we'll see. Yeah. We'll get there. Well, we get there. We'll great see. podcast. Bye, guys. Okay. Bye, guys. How fun. High five. The sisters are making plans for 2021, and we want you to be the first to know. As a thank you for giving us your email, we have three free gifts for you. Go to our website at www.thesistersarein.com and sign up at the bottom of our homepage to get your downloads. Two meditations with Kathy and a 2021 full moon intentions from Donna and Sophie. Thank you for your support and the sisters are in. Open up my